Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, a lot of attention paid to Taylor Swift. The commercials, the halftime show. How did you like it all? one 7275 It was a slow pot boiler of a game, I thought. Didn't really get excited until the second half, and the overtime certainly was thrilling, but uh, thought it'd be a little more high scoring than it was. But still, overall, pretty decent game. one 7275 Let me know uh, what you thought, too. Over the weekend, the Chinese New Year Spring Festival began. The Lunar New Year, if you will. It started Saturday and will end the 24th with the Lantern Festival. Saying goodbye to the year of the rabbit, hello to the year of the dragon, or wood dragon, if you want to get specific. And uh, people born in the year of the dragon are said to embody a host of desirable traits, including being strong leaders, energetic, charismatic. Let's see what happened here on the weekend. Oh, former President Donald Trump making headlines again with something he has said, of course. Honestly, and this is just me, both Trump and Biden in my eyes are too old, and both have been almost equally caught on tape with memory lapses and plenty of faux pas, but I still would probably lean towards the one who occasionally forgets and trips over the one who makes it pretty clear he's ready for revenge and to burn the country down. Here he is suggesting this weekend that if he becomes president, he will not be protecting NATO allies who aren't paid enough from a potential Russian invasion. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay, you're delinquent. He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You gotta pay, you gotta pay your bill. Of course, this morning, a lot of the NATO alliance and the US uh, wondering, uh, wow. That's quite the statement. Trump says a lot of things, of course, to get attention. No doubt his social media share Sunday was just that. He took credit for Taylor Swift's success, too. (laughs) He's saying he was responsible for what is known as the Music Modernization Act, and he's not. It's been around and operated long before his run as president and is updated quite often year to year. And once he signed a motion alongside of Kid Rock, who was endorsing him at the time, but Trump also said there's no way Taylor could endorse crooked Joe Biden because he likes your boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me, he said. I think Trump taking undeserved credit for the success. Well, it's classic Trump, right? But it also reads to me as if he's a little scared of her power and swaying her followers not to vote for him. But uh, stay tuned on that one. I want to give props to a great Saskatchewan band, the Dead South. They played Nashville Saturday night at the Mother Church of All Venues, the Ryman Auditorium. I'd like to make their grand debut, ladies and gentlemen. The Dead South! Yeah, the Grand Ole Opry, by the time they were done, it was a standing ovation as well for them. They got a new album out right now, and uh, the South are good friends of the show. They've been on here before. Not long ago, I had, I had Nate Hiltz, lead singer, on, and they tour the globe. They're hugely popular in the U.S., Europe, and the U.K., and the boys were uh, actually here in Regina over Christmas, home to see family and friends before hitting the road again. Some of you might have went boldly with them. I know my daughter did, as she's friends with a few of them, and they were uh, catching up with everyone. But anyhow, when Nate was on my show last 
He was proud to talk about his Saskatchewan roots and wherever he performs on stage, sometimes after all that applause, like the standing ovation he got at the Grand Old Opry in Nashville on Saturday night, he closes his eyes and he really does think of his Saskatchewan roots. Oh, yeah, quite often, actually. The thing about it is we do this often. We're very fortunate, so we get to play quite a bit and you kind of forget that you've been working so hard and then one time you just look up and you see what's in front of you. And, yeah, definitely those reflections of the early days start flooding back. Like our initial idea was we wanted to play at O'Hanlon's. That was kind of like <laughs> the top, you know. Uh, I bet O'Hanlon's would be happy to have him back right about now, too. So congratulations to the dead south. Back to school, back to work, and back to the bargaining table. The Saskatchewan Teachers Federation sitting down with the province today. Joining me now, Kevin Martell from the 980 Jamie Newsroom. I'm uh, not entirely sure how optimistic we should be about this, but how, how long do you, have they said how much they will meet? Is it just today? Yeah, it sounds like it's at least a couple days, two days is kind of what we're hearing. I suppose if the teachers or, you know, the province, either side doesn't like what they're hearing, then maybe they don't last that long because we've heard from the STF and President Samantha Beacott saying they want class complexity and size included in this contract. So you got to believe that's going to be one of the first things they discuss. And if the province continues to say, you know, we don't want to put that in the contract. Which they have even before this meeting, haven't they? So we'll see how long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll see how long it actually goes for. But it is an encouraging sign for parents that maybe are unhappy with, uh, you know, some disruptions at schools, these rotating strikes, lunch supervision that had been on the table, then was quickly taken off. Yeah, they want some answers. Well, it will be curious to see. uh, Hopefully it's good news. I just want it over with, like every other parent of kids here. But uh, I'll be curious how long it'll last. Uh, did you watch the Taylor uh, Swift show yesterday? <laughs> Football game broke out. You know, I don't I sh- know if you saw that. I should have counted how many times they showed. It's probably a good uh, 10 times, I would think. It was uh, the first appearance, I think, came when, uh, um, what's his face there? The uh, the rapper. Oh, man, I'm having a mind fart here. Come on, Post Malone. Oh, Post Malone is yeah. saying, yeah. He sang yeah. America the Beautiful, which yeah. he did a pretty good job, by the way. Uh, that's the first time we saw her. And I don't know what the total time count is, but still... Uh, ratings were huge. You heard Jamie in his commentary. We haven't heard the official ratings. But that game doubles its audience from people who tune in only for the Super Bowl to watch the commercials, the halftime show, or or are mildly curious fans. Yeah. If it doubles its ratings without Taylor Swift, I can only imagine this one, huh? It's going to be mega. It's going to be one of the most watched of all time. You can. I, I know a number of people who weren't football fans that just wanted to see a little glimpse of Taylor Swift. Yeah, and and they got a good game after the first half, which was a little plotty. 10-3 at the half, and I was thinking like, man, what what are we seeing here? And then things picked up a little bit, and then over time, you're like, okay, here we go. And, I hate to do it, Kevin. Yeah. hate to bring in the Swifty comment about that, but 10-3 at the half. 10 plus 3 is 13. That's her lucky number, of course, as every Swifty knows. So you knew they were going to win in the second half. (laughs) You knew they were going to win because they're Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes named the game's MVP. I mean, he came, they came to it in the second half and really showed why they are now three-time Super Bowl champions here in the last five years. There was a strange moment, too, in the game where 49ers linebacker uh, Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles. I don't know if you saw that, but from the sideline... They just happen to have the camera there. 
and he's about he's jumping up and down, about to run on the field, takes three steps down. Can you imagine getting to the Super Bowl and you haven't even you know, you just blow your Achilles as I, you walk out on the field? I felt bad. There were a lot of guys that went down in that game, and I, you got to feel bad for them playing in the biggest game of their life, and you have to go down like that. Ugh, it's it's yeah. tough. Well, overall, great game. It went into overtime, and of course, uh, the big finish. 25-22, the final. Drake made a $1.3 million bet the Chiefs would win. He wasn't going to yeah. go against Taylor no. and the Swifties. Saw that. What did you think of the halftime show? Did you like Usher? Yeah, Usher was okay. I, I thought it was great. It took me back to my roller skating days that when was he broke out the roller skates. Great. It was the highlight of that, whatever it was, 10-minute performance, yeah. whatever. But I was like, roller skates? Yeah. And he actually, I don't know who was standing there, but when he goes under their their legs... That was a pretty short, I forget who it was, whether it was a dance or not. And he comes blasting between their legs. <laughs> Just made it by hair there. But uh, yeah, and the costume, it was a little bizarre on the rollerblade part. But Yeah, a little. A uh, little. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. You know who is a big ludicrous fan? Who? Evan Bray. Evan Bray. He's coming at 720. He texted me immediately and said, <laughs> I just downloaded it. And that song actually, again, in the top 10 on iTunes, courtesy. But that's usually what they, they do it for the exposure, right? Yeah. They, oh, they don't get paid. Absolutely. And you got to believe that uh, all the special guests as well, Alicia Keys, her yeah. was there, Ludacris, Lil John. Yeah. You got to believe they're. Uh, sales are going to go up. Yeah, Streams for sure. will go okay, up. Okay, really quick, cjammy.com has the video, but this is scary. It is, yeah. This was at uh, the church fire just behind uh, SAS Power that we told you about late last week, Friday morning. And you can see the pastor of Blessed Sacrament sent us the video from the doorbell cam, and it shows a masked individual pouring what looks like some sort of fuel right on the church and then lighting it on fire and going away. It's just unreal video to actually see and we have that up for you You can watch it there's sound in it and everything cjme.com all right hopefully they can find whoever uh, that is uh courtesy of everyone looking at those videos thank you kevin kevin martell from the 980 cjme newsroom he's back at a few at 657 well only super bowl can i say let's recap the performances yeah before the big kickoff started with post malone he performed america the beautiful Acoustic version, just fine. Then it was on to Reba McIntyre for the national anthem. I think after Chris Stapleton's version last year, it could only be adequate, and I thought hers was. Yeah, she didn't try to sway too far from what it is, right? Then, of course, Usher's halftime show. He offered hits, abs, roller skates, special guests. I think he was using a live mic. You can certainly tell when he uh, sings with Alicia Keys. She she cracked just a little of the top. But she was great. Also appearing with Usher were her, uh, Will I Am, and Lil John, and of course Ludacris came out there too. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool halftime show. And uh, the roller skates, hey, that was impressive too. You can debate where it ranks on the list of halftime shows, but one thing's apparent: the guy works hard.
Man, he, he was sweating. <laughs> as far as commercials, well, in Canada, we didn't get to see them all, right? But you can find them online if you go looking. And the one that I think most everyone enjoyed the most might have been for BMW's electric car, Christopher Walken kept being imitated no matter where he went. That's right. It's the real deal. 100% electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, enjoy your coffee. Careful, it's hot. Thanks. Your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. You know, you look nice. Okay. Hello, Mr. Walken. What does this table work for you? Yeah. There's only one Christopher Walken and only one ultimate driving machine. The rest are just imitations. Come on. There was another good one with uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez for Dunkin's Donuts. I also liked Arnold Schwarzenegger, his ad for State Farm, making it appear like he was starring in a new movie for them, but they kept uh, recutting him, saying his famous slogan. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Let's go again. Neighbor. 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 Then they finally bring in Danny DeVito to help. Got a bit of a script change. You'll love this. Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are a backstabber. I'm a backstabber. (laughs) Oh, he's kind of good. And I think the Super Bowl prop bet that uh, no one saw coming was uh, Beyonce breaking the Internet. Seeing a commercial for a cell phone company in the U.S., she was trying to literally break the internet, and it wasn't working. And then the end of the commercial, she she breaks the internet by announcing she's got a new album release coming out on March 29th, and it's country. The song's called Texas Hold'em, which sounds like Shania Twain, right? As far as I'm concerned, another song called 16 Carriages released also, but it's uh, part two of our Renaissance album that came out in 2022. Uh, it's long been rumored and it appears to be leaning towards country. It's out March 29th. And there were plenty of movie trailers. The one everyone was talking about, though, was Deadpool 3. Don't just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. Nope, I'm actually okay. Thank you very much. It was Wolverine, and I think that was kind of given away with uh, as they were making that show. But, man, it looks cool. July 26th. It'll be in theaters. Bit of the halftime show last night with Usher and Ludacris uh, in the finale. And that song is now back in the top 10 on iTunes. That's why they do it. They don't do it for the money. They don't get paid. Artists perform at halftime for the exposure and uh, what's to come. Of course, Usher with a new album, launching a new tour and uh, coming off the hype of Super Bowl, Evan Bray who's a ludicrous fan who immediately texted me after that said, loved it. Look at Luda. (laughs) Look at that hair. Look at that fro. I loved it. I had to question 
Whether or not that was your wig, though. Oh, it's got to be a seen wig. Luda in a while. It's yeah. got to be a wig. <laughs> and uh, he was, got a tight haircut normally. He, he kind of glanced over at Usher a few times to see if he was in sync on the dance floor, too, <laughs> I thought. But still, uh, overall, uh, what were your thoughts in the halftime show? Well, it, I, I think I would agree with you. It, I wouldn't put it in my uh, in my top list of, of halftime shows, but he, Usher's a great dancer. I loved seeing Alicia Keys out there. I did notice that she hit the the foul note off the start there, but uh, at the end of the day, you know what? Lots of good entertainment. There. And just the fact, and and yeah, they were definitely singing. And uh, boy, that guy's got to be in shape. And he's got a residency usher in Vegas that mm-hmm. sells out all the time. Yeah. So he's clearly in shape. And he can and rollerblade. To dance in rollerblade <laughs> and still not be, you know, huffing and puffing. You nor I could do that. <laughs> well, not yeah. since our great skate days. <laughs> did you like the outcome of the game? Uh, you know what? I found myself pulling for the 49ers, although I really didn't have an affinity either way. But uh, yeah, I mean, hey, exciting for them. The Chiefs are such a strong team and happy to see it. I, I actually didn't think Taylor Swift got as much play as I expected her to. Well, I think they were probably trying to be conservative. Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, you know, because yeah. of all the complaints. But uh, uh, who cares? She brought more eyeballs to that game. Oh, than for sure. 100%. They, know, they show her on purpose and there's a reason and... I don't know. She doesn't affect the outcome of the game as no, far as no, I'm concerned. No, 100%. But. So how was the rest of your weekend? Well, Greg, <laughs> Friday night I was celebrating my good buddy's birthday party. Greg Morgan had a had a birthday party. Just a few friends. Just a few friends. We got together at Memories. Thomas he singed my hair as he was making Whatever that Whatever hair you had dessert. left yeah. is gone. There was some kind of a flame, and uh, boy, what a dessert. Strawberry dessert. Up. Yeah, uh, pep- strawberry peppercorn. Is yes. that what it's called? But yeah. no, yeah, right at your table. Yeah, thank you, my friend Thomas, uh, for doing all of that for us. But yeah, and thanks for dropping by. That was that was nice, nice of you. And the rest of your weekend was pretty calm? Pretty low-key, that's right. It was uh, weather was so nice. It was good to get outside and clean off a driveway and the patio at the back. So all okay. good. Well, as uh, the teachers go back to the bargaining table with the province today, I know already you're not optimistic. Anything will come out of that. <laughs> but you, you are make talking me sound about the so classroom. negative. Well, you've got me not so optimistic either. Because of you, I don't feel optimistic. Well, let's be surprised together, Greg. Okay, fine. We will. <laughs> but uh, what what? We are going into the classroom today as part of your show, aren't we? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about cell phones in the classroom. Quebec recently has embarked on this journey where they're banning cell phones from classrooms. So kids can take cell phones to school. They can use them at lunch, before and after school. But during school hours in the classroom, complete ban. I think this is absolutely the way to go. Will we ever go this way in the province? I'm not sure, but we are going to uh, open it up for some discussion. But don't teachers already have that discretion? In classrooms now, like I know my kid over the years, last year, yeah, they literally weren't able to use them during the classroom hours right. until breaks or lunch yeah. hour. There's um, some teachers absolutely do. They've got pockets in the front of the room where you put your yeah. phone and, and you can't get it till the end of the, the class. I don't know where I feel on that. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for it, but at the same time. You can't help but notice, and thankfully you see it, sadly, larger in the U.S. where, you know, some horrible things happen at schools and those cell phones come in handy for kids. Greg, back in the day, yeah, when you were at Martin. I know. I didn't want to know. No, but if your parents needed to get a hold of you in an emergency, could they? Um, 
they my parents didn't really care about me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The point is, we can always get a hold of our kids, and they've still got their phone before and after school. Why do they need it during class? Hour? I truly believe there are some parents who would lose their minds. Well, then come on, let's give if, give me a call. Give but, me a call on the show. Yeah, well, they're the ones that are going to be calling <laughs> you because I know some parents that say absolutely not. I want to be able to get a hold of my kid, but I. For me, it wouldn't make much difference. You're right, Evan. Yeah, put me down for it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Greg. I knew I could persuade you. <laughs> cell phones, it's that easy. Rob Vanstone from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, a rider historian on your show. Monday you morning coffee this morning. That's right. Mondays, I like to ease into the show. Pour a cup of coffee, have a chat about the weekend. No doubt we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. It's a free agency for the riders this week as well. So Rob is my guest just after 8.30 and... Uh, I always love having him here. We'll probably talk about his new book too, Brave Face. Uh, Brave Face. Brave Face. Oh, Brave Face! I thought it's, a, Brave it's about face. you. Brave it's about goalies. It's about goalies in the NHL. I'm sick of Brave Face. He's everywhere on billboards around Regina. Last thing some I need of them is have a, been spray painted. Last thing I need is a book called Brave Face now too from Vanstone. Get out of here, Evan. We'll Thanks, see you back Greg. at eight thirty. It's seven twenty-seven.